0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Hotline Monday. This is Hotline Monday episode, I don't know, for uh Monday, the 4th of uh, April. <laughs> <laughs> Did that seem a little ha- half half-hearted, Justin Robert Young? Is that what that was? Uh,
1: no, not half-hearted. Just, you know, listen, this is uh this is what happens. Like we've ventured into the uh the the like we we are we are in 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 the thick of the show, yeah, right? Yeah. This is we're no longer in the honeymoon. We we are in the marriage phase.
0: Yeah. There's no turning back now. That's the way I see it. Uh, It's Justin Robert Young over there. I'm Scott Johnson, and it is Hotline Monday. And it means your phone call, so keep those calls coming. I already see a few coming in. Hang on and be patient. 801-895-4724. We talk about nerd stuff on the show, and then you guys pipe in and say stuff back. And and then we mull it around, and sometimes we we change the hearts and minds of us and you around us and all kinds of words that don't make any sense. So uh, join us, won't you? Uh, Justin we're coming off a, a controversial week of uh, these guys hate Batman versus Superman and we loved it and you guys suck I got a lot of that uh, during you, the week yeah
2: I got
1: I got a big long thing about uh, about how much I should say positive things mm. about Batman like like not necessarily taking away my ability to criticize it yeah but rather um, uh, you know saying, like, oh, well, uh, you, you should be a little bit more positive about it, which I think we were. Yeah. You know, I think we talked about stuff that we liked. It was just, you know, there was, there was a fair amount that we didn't like. It's fine. Hey, listen, this is why we have the show, mm-hmm. to have the dialogue. All these other uh, uh, movie shows out there, what do they do? They yeah. just do a review yep. and leave you voiceless. Yep. We're the only ones that got the guts, that aren't <laughs> yellow-bellied cowards, and actually talk to the people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we do. We want you in here. We want you uh, to be a part of it. And why? Because we got stuff to say about the
1: things you like. And um, so here's 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 where I want to go with this All right, go for this it. Episode. All right. I got a question. Mm. Because whether or not you liked Batman versus Superman, it took this weekend what folks in the industry might call a terrible tumble. <laughs> Is that what they'd call it? Yeah, that's industry speak. Okay, uh, for losing seventy percent of your opening week box office in week two.
0: Yeah, that's a real uh, that's a real shit show, is what we say here in this business.
1: That's, <laughs> they, that's they now are facing a few dubious realities. It's mm. a very good chance that uh, Batman versus Superman might be overtaken at the box office this week by the Melissa McCarthy comedy The Boss. Okay, and. There's a possibility, if you track this, that this might not domestically make as much as Deadpool.
0: Ooh, so wait, you're telling me your little weird, little Fox offshoot, strange uh, comedy slash adult thing that uh, Fox made that uh, Marvel didn't make, but ooh, some people brought their kids anyway, and oh, controversy. You're telling me that thing made more money than a movie about the two most important iconic characters in the history of comic
1: books. Is that what you're telling me? That might happen, okay. right? That might not happen, but now because it fell so far, yeah, that's a possibility. Right now, ten-day total on Batman vs Superman is two hundred and sixty-one million. Yeah, Deadpool, which as you mentioned, is an R-rated <laughs> comedy, made three hundred and fifty-five. Yeah. That would mean that uh, Batman vs Superman only had about ninety million left in it but if it keeps going down by half that's not a crazy number which means that it might barely outpace deadpool right it might outpace it by uh uh, 10 million even then all right so here's here's what i'm asking you're in uh you are our our edgar warner brothers all right edgar (laughs) warner you are edgar warner (laughs) you have several brothers some of them have died It's a backstory that we're just going to hint at and not going to get into. Right. You now are facing ugly fiscal realities about your faith in Zack Snyder and in Batman versus Superman. All right. Just to defray all of the hate mail, uh, uh, you love Batman versus Superman and think it's gone with the wind. But at the end of the day, you are not here to vote with your heart. You're here to vote with your brain. And when it comes to money... Apparently, America did not love it. Right. We have a chance right now to replace Zack Snyder as the director of the Justice League movie, which shoots next week. What? Really? For
0: real. Oh, shit. There's too late. We can't make it. We can't get this grassroots effort to do anything at this point. You
1: know what? Uh, 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 There's uh, 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 the Flash wearing a suit of armor comes (laughs) through the boom tube. And says, uh, uh, no, wait, you can come back with me. I don't know if we can do this, but we've ignored everything else about these characters. So who gives a rat's ass? (laughs) Uh, uh, You can now come back, and it's not too late. You, too, can help save uh, uh, by by replacing Zack Snyder. Who would you replace Zack Snyder with?
0: Let's find out. We got a caller right now on the line. Who's this?
2: Oh, she mentioned me. This is Tall Geese.
0: Hey, man, what's up? Hey, what do you? Who do you think? Who do you think should take over this Batman uh, or this Justice League business and leave Zack Snyder to the curb? Uh, I don't know,
2: Steven Spielberg.
0: Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you heard it here first. Our first vote for Steven Spielberg. Let's mold that around while we take this next caller. Has been waiting forever. Hi, who's this?
2: Hey there, Scott and Justin. This is Dan from Ogden, Utah.
0: Dan from the the best part of Utah. I almost said the worst, but I'll say it's the best part of Utah today. Okay? It's fine.
2: Ogden, it's fine. Uh, we're, be- are- we're better than current.
0: All right, good. Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your thinking? That's fine.
2: All right. So, so uh, on April 1st, I saw an article on the Latino Review that painfully, sadly, turned out to be nothing but an April Fool's joke. Go figure. But they posited George Miller. Uh, director of such wonderful things as Mad Max: Fury Road, as the replacement for um, uh, for the Justice League. I saw this and as I have well. To say, Yeah, that sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, and and so here's the deal. I saw that as well, and I knew it was probably fake because this was already a thing that was talked about back in the. Oh, no, uh,
1: this was about to shoot. There are shots of the cast of a a Justice League movie that would would launch a whole new cast of characters. Uh, 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 where they were they were close to doing it, and it and it just wound up not happening. But they were going to do. Uh, a, a George Miller Justice League movie. This is this is not a, this is not a joke.
0: This is just old news. So do you think that lends credence to the joke? Which I, by the way, lies and jokes are different. I don't know why the internet can't figure out the difference between the two. So quit <laughs> lying and maybe do jokes from now on. But jokes
1: would need to be funny, right? Yeah, you know, they need to kind to of be funny. Most April Fool's Day jokes.
0: Yeah, and lies just tend to piss you off. So uh, I don't know. So George Miller, he's number, he's our number one pick. Just, we got Spielberg, we got Miller.
1: So this was the cast. Yeah. Justice League Mortal. Okay. Uh, Adam Brody. All right. The Flash. Army Hammer, who eventually went on to play the Winklevoss twit, was <laughs> Batman. All
3: right. All right.
1: Common, the rapper, was Green Lantern. Okay. Uh, that's kind of badass. Right.
0: That right there, that's some badass casting. Common.
1: Megan Gale, uh, San- uh, Santiago Cabrera. Yeah, so a bunch of other people that I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that um,
0: Army Hammer's a Lone Ranger. You know
1: that that uh, what's his face was uh, the 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 quarterback from Friday Night Lights was going to be Superman.
0: Oh, hold on, that's um, uh, uh oh, crap. Maybe this listener on the line will know. Hey, listener, uh, who's this? Tell us your name first.
2: Uh, Rumpel Fanny Bender.
0: hey man who's the who on uh, fi- uh- Friday Night Lights, who was the guy who played the quarterback uh the Taylor Kitch character? you remember his name?
2: Oh, that was you know, it never his- watched
0: show. Oh, it's the other guy yeah oh uh, the friend that got uh, paralyzed right and got put yeah, in the wheelchair yeah. oh.
1: No not the Taylor <laughs> Kitch character. Taylor Kitch is the actor who played the character
0: <laughs> all right, sorry, uh, go ahead with your uh, your thoughts, caller.
2: Uh, are you all on a certain topic or is it free?
0: Oh, we're uh, we're totally on topic. <laughs> go wherever you want. But go where you want.
2: Uh, I want to bring up a conspiracy theory if y'all want to hear it. All right. Uh, I believe that Scott Johnson, as we know him, has actually been fully replaced by his soundboard. <laughs> and has been so for the last couple of years.
0: Well, let's test it. Ask me a question that is impossible for a soundboard to, to mimic.
2: Well, see, that's the thing is that what I believe is that for all of the, the for the decade or so that you've done your radio shows, your soundboard has become sentient enough <laughs> to answer any question, and it's connected to the internet, so it could possibly answer any question that I ask it. Oh, all right. Uh, and so I, uh, this is my theory. I think it either happened around the time of the 1,000 episode, or when you got diverticulitis. So the actual Scott Johnson <laughs> has actually retired, and the soundboard took over. And uh, prove it you
0: can. All right, here you go. Feelings are crap. Oh, that's from the. That's not the soundboard. Hey, Justin, my feelings are crap. My feelings are crap.
2: All right. Oh, oh another thing. See? Uh, when you know sometimes when your soundboard <laughs> oh, glitches you out, you, you hit, you
1: hit the You other things.
0: No, I'm sorry. You get one derailment Listen,
1: <laughs> you get one. Listen, we, we let you go off track, right? We had a track. You decided to ignore it. That's fine. You did a bit. You don't get more than the one bit,
0: <laughs> especially when it's something I can't prove.
1: Next episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Come on you back and,
1: and you get a new bit.
0: Yeah. It refreshes every week. So come on back next Monday. So <laughs> back to the subject of let's forget about George Miller because it ain't going to happen, but who it would have been you amazing like to
1: see. Here's my question. Who would you like to see? Well, I mean, George who Miller's would, an easy one. An, who is a director? That because I can throw some names here at you, but but I want to see if there's anything that you have off the top of your head.
0: Okay. Um, it's too easy to just jump to all the favorites. You could say, well, hey, why don't we recapture the magic of the original Avengers by having Joss Whedon take a fresh stab at the DC stuff? That's possible. He's okay. good, at, he's good at ensemble. That's why I'm picking him.
1: By the way, I, I would not be shocked. That to me is a name that that WB would be happy to get, right? Yeah. The question more would be whether or not. Joss Whedon wanted to get back into that genre in in arguably a unhealthier situation when he found himself wounded by the situation at Marvel
0: already. Yeah, it's exactly right. So that may not happen, but in a vacuum, he's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, if Abrams wasn't Scott in- Porter, Scott Porter, Scott Porter. There you go. That's the guy. If. If uh if JJ Abrams wasn't all buried in Star Wars and uh that's changed his life forever, he's never gonna be the same again. But if if this was like
1: Super 8 era Yeah, yeah. J JJ Abrams, I feel like uh yeah, he he's I mean, he is done doing franchises. Yeah, right. He can do whatever like, he wants. Once now. you reboot Star Wars, yeah, you're done. You're done. Right? You are done you I mean, He could just make small uh, uh uh garage movies with George Lucas now. Sure. Um
0: I wouldn't take a – this is going to sound wrong, but I'd take a David Fincher stab at it. I like Fincher a lot.
1: Now, Fincher seems to be somebody that you're getting – into almost the exact same problem that you got in
0: with Snyder, except right? he's good at it. So I'm not saying I want dark and broody, but that I, I realize me saying that 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 is what Fincher would bring to the like, table. Listen, I
1: don't want a dark, broody <laughs> movie, but I would prefer if the director of Zodiac and Seven took over the franchise.
0: <laughs> but he's good at it. Like I don't think Snyder's good at it. I think that I think that if you're going to go dark and broody, which I think. You know, Nolan screwed us. As much as I loved the Nolan Batman movies, this is the Batman we're going to get. We're going to get Dark and Broody Batman. That's the theme for a very long time. So if you've got to go Dark and Broody anyway, bring in somebody who does it well.
1: Right? We're talking about Justice League.
0: Yeah, Justice League. Well, sure. But you still, I mean, that's what we're going to get with him. I guess I'm talking lesser of two evils. Let's take a call and figure this out. Who's this?
2: Hey, happy opening day, guys. It's Buckeye 50.
0: Hey, man. It's nice to hear you. Uh, Batter up. Yeah. What do you got?
2: All right, I got two things for you. As far as a director for the Justice League movie, I would go with JJ Abrams because he's clearly handled ensemble casts and Star Trek and Star Wars, so why not give him a chance at another childhood classic?
0: Yeah, what then, you know uh, what? That's a good point. Before you finish, let me just say this. I agree that there's not I mean Justin's Justin's like marking him out saying, Once you've done Star Wars you don't need to be franchise yeah, guy. Yeah.
1: What I'm saying is, the flash comes back in time and brings you back to a point where you can make this decision. And then you're like, all right, JJ Abrams. I'm like, oh, sorry, man. Magic only stretches so far.
0: <laughs> all right. It's fair enough that that would probably never happen, but I understand where you're coming from. All right. Your next point.
2: Right. So the other thing is a bit of a non sequitur. And I wanted to see if either of you guys watched Walking Dead last night. I did. Uh, without getting spoilers, hashtag who is it?
0: uh without giving spoilers here's what i'll say to you we talked about a pre-show a little bit but i think that it's it's there's no way that 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 uh, bat's eye view was the one in the comic who is the receiving end of that bat which again doesn't give any spoilers uh i don't think they do that i think it ends up being uh i'll say mullet for those because then there's there's a few mullets in the show but you know which one i'm talking about right
1: Okay. Oh, i, I, I Do we lose right? him? He's—he, oh. I think he's gone.
0: Okay, he left. If he—if uh, he was here, he'd say yes. He'd you know what I mean. Good. I think the guy with the mullet's getting it. That's what I think.
1: Hashtag the mullet got. <laughs> it.
0: Uh, we got another caller. Boy, they're fast and furious today. Hello, who is this, and where are you from?
2: Hi there, Jordan from Ohio. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, man.
0: Nice
2: yeah. to hear. We've heard from Dude, Jordan. We
1: got—we got some. We got—we uh, got a thick fan base out here in uh, uh, the the state that's round and high in the middle and round at both ends.
2: Yeah. Oh, Freaking Ohio is the best state in the union, man. Come on now. <laughs> All right.
1: Cool your pies. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I actually just got off work. I saw the topic about the Justice League director. Are we still on that? Still yeah, so yeah.
0: Wh- who do you think should do it? Like, if we, could, if we could magically, like he says, go back in time like The Flash and yank Zack Snyder out and replace him, who would you put in there and why?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously anyone but Zack Snyder at this point. I mean, I've never really been a big fan of the guy's work. But I think it should be kind of like a relative unknown. You know, I think there's so many of these big-name directors going on right now that to see, like, an unknown guy step in and do some phenomenal work. I mean, if it's well, a, a guy or a gal, I'm not sexist. I don't care. But someone, like, you know, maybe fresh out of, like, a, some indie films or something like that, throw them in there. Well, give me an indie
1: film that you think would be good. Yeah, this some, is, some this, small this, movie. This is what Marvel does. Marvel yeah. sees your one great indie film and says congratulations would you like 300 million dollars to make a movie that is going to be global uh with this tightly controlled script sure. that is the winning machine that marvel has set up so give me an indie film that you've seen that you'd be like yeah no i want i want somebody to do this
2: i i am not big on the indie films i just know good directors for none of them i you know i'm you know, I don't see a whole lot of indie films. I just know that good work comes from that. No, that's a good point. Uh, they either
0: come into the system with great work or they get chewed up and spit out like Fantastic Four guy. Uh, right. Right. They're, they either show great promise and we treat them well and they go on to do wonderful things. I mean, you could argue J.J. J. Abrams was a bit of an indie filmmaker, certainly a TV guy, and we turned him into something great because he fit right in. Uh, plenty of other directors fit that same boat. He was you,
1: also a writer, though. I mean, remember... The, the first blush that, that Geekdom had with J.J. Abrams was not a good one. Mm. It was his script, Superman Flyby, which uh, was kind of a, a huge bellwether at the time because it was one of the first scripts that wound up getting torpedoed even in development because of sites like ainacoolnews.com that leaked it and revealed among other things, that Lex Luthor was a Kryptonian mm. and at some point used his own Superman powers to, I believe, destroy the Senate? Uh, which I guess well, we, we kind of came back to with Batman versus Superman. Yeah, they,
0: they pulled from that again. I heard a really good intru- a really good uh, th- a conspiracy theory this morning from Steven Schleicher, which I'll share in a moment. But first, we have Brandon on the line. Hello, Brandon.
2: Hey, guys. How's it going?
0: Good. It's always so nice to okay. hear a microphone on here.
2: What's What's your thinking? So what I was thinking is, I know we've all seen Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and I think James Gunn would be an awesome director to take uh, the DC Cinematic Universe further and really develop the characters. I mean, he made a raccoon interesting. So you guys tell me what you guys think.
1: Um, I don't know. What do you think? How? I don't know. If I yelled yes as loud as I would <laughs> like to, then it would, people would complain because I'd be yelling in their ears. Like, of course, of course,
2: of course. <laughs> Yeah. James
1: Gunn is great. James Gunn is somebody that understands not only characters, but more specifically broken characters and characters that are underloved. He is somebody that pitched Plastic Man to Warner Brothers at mm. at, at, at some point, mm. and uh, and then uh, yeah, made Groot and Rocket Raccoon household names. Do you, like, th- like do you, that do you gets- think
0: he's too? You think he's too much? Like the fact that he presented a Plastic Man as a as a pitch and ended up doing Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't mean he's relegated to do the Modoc treatment or the whatever, and he's never going to do the main capes and cowls. Do you know what I mean? Like, he only no, wants I, I to do think, the weird I think, stuff. you
1: know, if, if you're thinking about where he's best served to do stuff, then, yeah, you want as many... Like, let me put it this way. If Michael Bay had done Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. it would have done more money than the biggest, the highest-grossing Transformers movie.
0: Yeah, I so agree.
1: Big and dumb and loud... And crazy and it would have just been that, right? Well how about how about that? That's a good one. How about Michael Bay?
0: Listener, who's this? Hey, this is Thomas from Kansas City. Hey man, listen, before you go here, or before you say your piece, Michael Bay, I know we all want to hate him too, but wouldn't you take a Michael Bay movie over a Zack Snyder movie?
2: Well, yeah, but that's like kind of like saying, you know, if you could choose pie or Cake, I would like a Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, you make a good point. Uh, tell us your take. What are you thinking?
2: Well, you know, in a perfect world, and obviously this is not one, but in a perfect world, Marvel and DC could share, and the Russo brothers would do the Justice League movie. Yeah,
1: dude. Okay, but but you can't have them do everything, right? Like like they can't. Well, yeah. You can't. They can't do the Avengers and the Justice League.
0: <laughs> Why not yeah, though? But, would, well, would, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna take issue with this. We let J.J. Abrams do Star Trek and Star Wars. That's the old argument. You can't do both of the two polar opposite sci fi franchises. And somehow he got to. So why not the Russo
1: brothers? There's two of them. Man, I'll tell you what. You actually just sunk my battleship. <laughs> like, that's like, <laughs> like, oh, like I, I I, I was all set to be like, man, but Scott, think. Like, no, you nailed it. Yeah. yeah why
0: put- not? Why not? Let him take a break. You know, they got some time between now or between Winter Soldier and when they start on. No, I think they thing. might have
1: already started on oh,
0: on. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, they probably have. winter soldiers. Like year and a half. One. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, dude. I'm 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 with you on the Russos. Uh, got another caller on the line. Who's this?
2: Hi, this is Jason Free Rangers in the chat room.
0: Oh, well, hey man, it's nice to have you here, Free Rangers. What's up? Uh, just do me a favor. Um, speak up. We can we can barely hear yeah, you. A little quiet.
2: Okay. Uh, so for director for Justice League, how about Ryan Johnson? I think he did a great job with Looper.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Well, he's busy doing, uh, well, I guess he'll be done with episode eight by the time. No? Because no, so if they're filming shoots, next week. It's
1: like now. Yeah. You like make they're, a they're good both point. shooting these movies at the exact same time.
0: Yeah. There's a parallel thing going on. But let's say in a vacuum, though, if you're saying, yeah, bring him in, he did great with Brick Looper and uh, the other one, or, uh, Brothers Grimm, Bloom, Bloom Graham Brothers. The, the, yep. the Bloom, the Bloomin' Brothers. What was it called?
1: No, the Brothers Bloom. The you Brothers actually Bloom. got it. And then you decided to yell gibberish for five <laughs> minutes afterwards.
0: But when he did those, he showed real, I don't know, a real potential. Obviously, they hired him for, for the next episode of Star Wars, episode eight. But yeah, if he wasn't doing anything, he was a fine pick. Why not? And he seems well, like the source material, you know?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, here's why Ryan Johnson's a great idea. Yeah. He's another guy that gets character. Like, to me, if you're going to do the Justice League, right? Yeah. If you're going to do justice to the Justice League, let's say. Do justice to the Justice League. You need to do two things. Get characters and get spectacle. Because the only reason why you want to watch that movie, even more so than Batman versus Superman, uh, is you want to see team-ups. You right. want to see characters fight each other. Right. You want to see, at the end, everybody come together and solve a problem that none of them could solve by themselves. Mm. And that involves characters interacting with each other and spectacle. Everything else you can kind of skimp on, right? It can just be a a meteor coming in or whatever uh, a monster du jour that's smashing up a city. <laughs> like, you know, whatever that is, is what that is. Like, it just needs to be something that is credibly enough of, a, enough of an issue that Earth's mightiest heroes, I mean, Earth's uh, sturdiest heroes, <laughs> and, and Earth's uh, most sober heroes right. uh, can come and save the day as a unit as opposed to a scattered universe of pieces. All right,
0: here's, here's uh, and I a guy. I'm going to throw out one of my own here. His All name right. is Alan Taylor. Born in 65, he is the director and producer known for Thor, The Dark World, Terminator Genesis, and Palookaville. Now, before y'all poo-poo my idea, yeah. he also directed a ton of Game of Thrones episodes. He directed one of the best episodes of Boardwalk Empire I ever saw. The guy yep. knows how to direct. Mad Men, did some Sopranos, Deadwood, been a while, or been around. He did a Lost episode. The guy's had stuff. He's done two episodes of The West Wing, my favorite drama of all time on TV. Yeah. All that being said, he is shown a capacity for big spectacle and for better character uh, play. And I'm not saying Genesis Terminator. Genesis is great. Okay. It has a lot of problems. Yes. But I think a lot of
1: problems. It's completely made of poop. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is when you walk around with it, people are like, P what is that? And you have to say, Oh, I'm just carrying around a copy of Terminator Genesis.
0: All right. Forget about those. Yeah. There's, other stuff like homicide life on the street directed a bunch of episodes of that okay
1: so so yeah listen let, let me let me give voice here because i think you know there's there's i have a, a fatal flaw to it but let me let me make your case all right uh he has become uh, a go-to name for the golden age of fiction yep. of, of his modern era which is television and not movies uh he has directed credibly every i mean like like you said like his his resume here i'm looking at it on imdb is impeccable. He, yeah. is, he has touched almost every major awesome television show that's been on in the past 10 years. Yep. And Thor the Dark World, in a system that supported him, was very good. Uh, so, but, so, was, so you're
0: saying we need somebody who who can deal with the non-support of DC potentially. Is that what you're saying? Like, Yes. Okay. I, right. My
1: problem is that DC is going to say, oh, well, what do you want? Rope? Sure. Yeah. Here, all the rope. Here's, here's all the rope that you can possibly have. Oh I mean, you could hang yourself with it, I guess, but you know, here we go. You want rope. You got it. And that's why we got Batman versus Superman because Zack Snyder got everything that he wanted. So if you are going to have a director, you better have either a, a lot of creative control when it comes to the script, when it comes to the actors, uh, or, You need to just be somebody that is great at working with people and can bring the best out of a project, even when there are a bunch of different directions that it wants to go. And unfortunately I think Terminator Genesis stinks (laughs) because he's used to being part of a team. And when he's part of a team, he's great. Look at all these awesome shows that he's been a part of Thor. The dark world is very, very credible uh, in him saying, yeah, he can do this on a feature film level, but that's, You know, Marvel's like Pixar, like everybody plays the role and and he played his role well when he got more of the responsibility and yet a lot of people mucking it up. Terminator Genesis happened.
0: Okay. How about Frank Darabont? Chew on that one for a second. He hasn't done much in the way of anything lately. The last thing he did was work on Walking Dead. He hasn't uh, written anything since then. As far as director stuff goes, he directed in 2013, some episodes of a series called Mob City, which I never saw. But his last directorial film was The Mist in two thousand seven, a movie I really liked. And yep. he did Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile, uh arguably two, you know, two of the finest films made in the nineties. Uh Shawshank is one of the greatest movies ever made. I'm not saying that the Justice League is anything like those. What I'm saying is he's good with groups of people.
1: Was- I, I am gonna say. If you uh, if you walked in and told me, did you hear the like, uh, hey sir, have you heard the good news? Uh, I would say uh, uh, Jesus is returning and leading <laughs> salvation to us, and he'd say, no, uh, uh, Frank Darabont's directing the Justice League. I would be like even better. Yeah. That's a really exciting pick.
0: Yeah, he'd be all right. But the reason I say him is he fits your criteria of a guy who would be tough enough to give the studio what for when that needed to happen. He's a pretty uh, tough cookie
1: that guy. Let me let me pitch you a couple names here. All right, give me some more. All right. This Chaper, is a- While he's
0: looking those up, 801-895-4724, your voice matters. Tell us who you think should direct the Justice League cuz you only have a week. So you got to hurry up and go back in time and fix this.
1: Friend of mine gave me a list, and so I'm going to read you some of the names on him All right, go. All right. Number one, a great visual director. Okay. This is somebody that has proven time and time again that he can bring spectacle. Okay. A great character director. Somebody that has always, in his biggest successes, had large casts that have been charming and fun and audiences have responded to. All right. Justin Lin, the director of. Of Fast and Furious Five and Six, who is directing the new Star Trek. Okay. I need
0: to see Star Trek before I say for sure, but I don't think that's a bad idea. If uh,
1: Justin Lin yeah. directed Justice League, yeah. he could call it Justin League. <laughs> to himself. He could just laugh about it.
0: That's not a it's not the worst idea I've heard today. Uh,
1: I, I think that that would be I think that like uh, let, here, uh, call caller, what what do you think?
0: About what? Anything, whatever you want, man. Let it what spill. Just let it man. fly. Okay.
2: About the director. Um, if they want to keep the franchise making money but then run it into the dirt, move a <laughs> bowl for the director.
0: Yeah, but he's like is anyone even talking to that guy anymore? <laughs> like no one even cares know, about it, but, but he makes
2: movies, he makes money on his movies, and he runs a franchise in the dirt. Just use that.
0: Yeah, but he but he often does it in one film. Like He'll make, There you go. Uh, what was it called, Head of the King, or whatever it was, the one based on the, the action RPG. I can't think of the name of it. In the Name of the King. There's a lot something. of video game movies. Yeah. Um, that movie, I mean, do all his movies make money, or is it the budgets are so low I mean, yes, it can't he help? he makes them
1: he, $11. I mean, this is a bit of a facetious <laughs> call. I don't mean to step on your, you know, uh, you're your speaking truth to power here, but... Uh, you know, listen, I didn't know that we still made Huey Bull jokes. <laughs> well,
0: look, it's 2016. He hasn't made. I'm looking him up. Let's look him up. Actually, we'll take this caller while I do it. Hi, caller. Who's this? Hey, it's Gabe from San Francisco. How hey, are you guys? Hey, Gabe. Good man. Hey, I What's like up? I like the vibe you bring. What's on your mind?
2: Um, Are you guys still talking about directors? Yeah, we are. All right. Uh, how about Edgar Wright or Kevin Smith?
0: Okay, so Kevin Smith. One not at first a
1: time. One at a time. Where do you want to start? Yeah, Scott? who do you? Right, let's talk. Uh, let's,
0: let's do Kevin Smith first because Kevin Smith. This would not be his first time up to bat with something to do with Superman. Am I right?
1: He he yes. wrote a script.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, it. That's it.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Kevin Smith. You you said no. We brought him up last week. You said, "Have you seen Red State or no uh, Tusk?" And I said,
1: or yoga
0: hosers, yoga hosers. What
1: the hell's that? That's his newest film starring him and Johnny Depp's daughters. Okay.
0: All right. Well, there's that. Um, by the way, just real quick here to give you an update on Uwe Boll. Uh, he is a busy man. He is currently producing a lot of things, but in his directorial camp, he has announced Rampage President Down based on the video game Rampage, you know, yeah. with the big monkey beating on the building really yep oh yeah 12 hours i don't know what that is capital punishment this is something he made in 2014 the name of the king the last job a sequel to that name of the king i thought there was only one uh it goes on assault on wall street behind the scenes name of the king uh, yeah,
1: i'm just gonna read you the the, the synopsis <laughs> of uh a rampage president down all right go president uh blackman wait dude. Did- <laughs> Yes, He said President Blackman? President Blackman is due to (laughs) attend the World Peace Summit in which all nations of the free world are set to declare peace in our time. However, the sinister Serpent, and that is S-E-R-P-E-N-T, have other ideas. They've sent their top agent, the Spider, to assassinate the president. With over 100 confirmed kills to his name, he has never failed. (laughs) Only agent John Everyman can stop him. But with enemies both internal and external, can you reveal the conspiracy in time, or will it be a case
0: of President Dow? This is this is really—is this real? This isn't real.
1: This <laughs> sounds uh, like a like a Yui Bowl movie. Look, Matt Frewer is
0: in this. Uh, right. <laughs> Are we
1: really just gonna get sidetracked by <laughs> Yui Bowl's IMDb page? Because I'm totally cool with it.
3: It's so bad though.
0: I hate him. I saw Blood Rain, and it was the worst movie I'd ever seen.
1: No, I mean, like, this is his shtick, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like back when I was in high school, people were making jokes about what a terrible director Yui Ball was.
0: Yeah. This is, yeah, I feel I yeah, we can't. We could try to go down this path. What was this Assault on Wall Street thing? Oh, you know, that had a. Uh,
1: no, you want to know what? Now I'm rapidly getting uncool with us just getting lost. in All me.
0: right, all right. It's, yeah, it doesn't take much. I just want to. All right, to, here we go. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, Would you be uh, Kevin Smith uh, variety Uh, headline? Kevin Smith replaces Zack Snyder as director of Justice League.
0: Um, I still, hmm, I think I like the sound of that better than, I don't know. Like Zack Snyder. It's not that he's.
1: Oh, this is great. So here the game is, do you replace Zack? Okay. Kevin Smith, do you replace Zack for Kevin Smith? I say no.
0: All right. You say no and why. You got to tell me why so I can get my head around uh, it.
1: Because Kevin Smith has never directed anything at that scale before. I mean, okay. I think he would be the first to admit that he uh, is is more comfortable doing talky kind of stuff.
0: Well, he's had many times that when he got like past, you know, got started getting into mainstream rom-coms and stuff. Things just fell apart because the studio system is very different there. He didn't have the same kind of creative control he had before. He was quickly becoming uh, like a just a standard ass director. His voice was not in the the work. Yeah, so, and and, and yeah. you
1: know, like I think when when the most action packed movie that he's done is Cop Out, uh-huh. uh, that's it's fine. Who's we the could, other one? Uh, who's the, get other get one to, the caller said, "Shoot, Edgar um, Wright." Oh,
0: Edgar Wright. Okay.
1: Uh, so here's my thing about Edgar Wright, and I will say mm. no. Okay. Don't replace *Sax* Knight of Edgar Wright, and it's not because I don't think Edgar Wright is a infinitely more talented director. It's that he chafed under the weight of Marvel. Right. And and you get back into that situation, like with Joss Whedon, where it's like, all right, well, if he couldn't handle uh, uh, Marvel, then and that's...
0: What was his deal? Ant-Man? That's what he was doing. Ant-Man. He okay. got halfway through Ant-Man, right? right? Right. And then they dumped him for uh, that other guy.
1: Other well, guy. yeah, it was creative differences. Mm-hmm. I think both sides wanted to be away from each other at a certain point. Right. Um, But I... I I love Edgar Wright, right? Love, 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 capital L. But I love him making Edgar Wright movies. Mm-hmm. Like, Quentin Tarantino's my favorite director of all time. I don't know if I would want him to direct Justice League because we're not going to get a Justice League movie. We're going to get a Quentin Tarantino movie with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know? And, and I would love to see that movie too, but I would kind of just like to sort of see a bringing to life of these characters first. Sure. Sure. And you also see, here's the
0: other problem we're running into. Now that things have been put in motion and movies exist, you can't just change tone. Like you can change a little, but you can't completely change who these characters are as established by the previous two outings, be it man of steel or Batman versus Superman, because then you're really going to be shocking the audience into something they're not ready for like you can't turn around and make it funny and bright and whatever. I don't think he can. I think he can. Uh, how can you though? How can you get away
1: with having it be so tonally different? Uh cuz people want it. <clears throat> yeah. Like and and you'd be shocked what you can get away with when people actually want something. Sure, but but what's the You know what it, so, it's like, see, like going it's from the 60- 60 like it's 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 all right. 8 characters yes. all having a good time. Right. Does that sound weird? No, it sounds all right. Let me like let me flip it. 8 characters all being miserable. Does that sound weird? <laughs> it sounds no fun, but
0: maybe not weird. I
1: mean like yeah, so uh, uh, at that point like, you know, well, what what are the most popular movies where a bunch of characters are all just being miserable? <laughs> like The Breakfast Club, and that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> right, but that was them and that's such a formative thing where they're all trying to be not miserable. Like they're finding their way out of misery by the exactly. end. Exactly. Yeah. And you we, know,
1: but it's, uh, you know, it just it's just everything. thing. All right, here. So I got a couple other All right, give me,
0: give me more. Yeah, was, uh, Uwe, right. forget about Uwe Boll it's for now.
1: Short list of my friend who I'm not sure whether or not For, for the
0: on. record, by the way, I am on board with Edgar Wright as an option. I know that it doesn't, I know, I, I, know, I we'll, don't.
1: You, you, will, you will sack Zach for, uh, for, for Edgar Wright.
0: Yeah, I, lo- I absolutely adore what he did with Scott Pilgrim. And I think he has the, the tact to do something on this scale. However, I don't necessarily disagree with your points against him either. So uh, I, I'm I, i just saying if it were one or the other and they said, look, we got to replace him with somebody and the only guy available is is Edgar Wright. You want to keep Zach or get rid of him? I'd say just get Edgar Wright in here.
1: Let's have a fresh take. All right. Here's another one. You wanted Marvel pedigree? Yeah. I'll get you Marvel pedigree.
0: Lay it, lay it in front of me like a plate of fresh clams.
1: You want comedy? mm I'll give you a guy made his name in comedy, all right, and then became a master of big budget spectacle. Okay, you okay. want somebody that can work with a franchise? How about somebody that is getting great reviews for a children's franchise that is being made into a serious live action film? I don't know. What I ask movie. you, what will you sack Zach? <laughs> For John
0: Favreau. Oh, you know, I'm looking at a photo of John Favreau right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Chad, look, I can prove it. Look at that right here. <laughs> I'm looking at Favreau in that third photo down at the bottom. Right when you said his name, that is really funny. All right, yes, John <laughs> Favro. That's fine. Yeah, he'd be great. Why not? Like he's he's. Um, wait, what's he the kids? Iron Man two? What's That's the kid show?
1: Oh, the go the the um, Jungle Book. Jungle Book's getting good reviews. Yeah, people and, are flipping and- out. I mean, talk about, listen, people are like, hey, how could you possibly make uh, an adult dark movie out of a kid's franchise? This dude apparently did it with the Jungle Book and it's getting good reviews. So it's like, if, if, if what you want is a dark adult take on kids' characters, apparently he did it with maybe the most like, Colorful, like, you know, this is a movie that, that is still keeping the bare necessities song, right? <laughs> and yet it's like, it's got, you know, a, a lion saying like, I want to rip his head off, the stupid, filthy human. <laughs> like, that's rough and double, man. That'll give a kid nightmares. And yeah. apparently he did it well.
0: But have you seen, like, I don't know, what's a, what's a movie? Like, Zathura's not very Zathura, good. Zathura. It's not very uh, good.
1: Iron Man 2, which uh, is a half a garbage movie. It's not
0: great. Um, Undeclared TV show is all right He did Elf, Elf is kind of funny
1: Elf is great yeah. Elf is, is to a certain generation Elf is a, a, a holiday classic Nobody liked that
0: chef movie Uh,
1: Yeah but I feel like he just did that for free dinner <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was just like Oh Ray, wait a minute How can I just get a bunch of restaurants I like to, to feed me And he's like oh, oh no, I'm making a movie guys It's about a chef Anyway, right. can, I, can I eat that when we're done?
0: I actually think I may be in on this one. I like this one. This one's All right. good.
1: Here we go. I got another one Give for you. Give me another
0: you. one laid out. John Favreau up high on the list, everybody. This is a director. Go.
1: That not only has a pedigree in the Marvel Universe. All right. He's got a pedigree in the DC Universe. Oh, my. This is somebody that has won an Academy Award. For directing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. You
0: know, at the end Uh, of this, I'm just going to go all George Miller again, but keep going.
1: All right. (laughs) Uh, This is somebody that knows exactly where they're going with these characters. Okay. I ask you, (laughs) do you sack Zach for Ben Affleck?
0: (laughs) I knew this is where this was coming from. Um, mm, Actually, yes. Yep. I have enough faith in uh, in him from The Town and from uh, that other one. It's Gar- Argo. Gargo. Those two movies made me go, oh, there's more here than just this guy gets hired to put uh, animal crackers and live Tyler's belly button. Like, there's more to him than that stuff. More than that. Yeah, way more than that. And so because there's more than that to him, he's got real chops in that way. He's also a pretty good actor in some movies. He's really good in Gone Girl. He's really good in Batman versus Superman, if you ask me. Um, Yeah. Okay, I'm putting him on the list. My problems
1: with that movie have nothing to do with Ben Affleck. I have said uh, here and other places, Mm. everybody who's talked crap about Ben Affleck needs to apologize to him.
0: Tell me what you think about the Schleicher theory real quick before we leave Ben Affleck and move on to a different name. How do you feel about this theory that he's got? It's pretty interesting. So he thinks that either consciously or subconsciously, they wrote this movie, Batman versus Superman, because they were trying to show what it's like to be Zack Snyder versus an internet troll. So hear this out. You got (laughs) Zack Snyder as Superman. That's kind of his analog. and Batman is the angry internet troll. Superman's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to find his way. He's trying to make cool stuff. He's popular. People like him. He's trying to be a guy that puts himself out there without too much trouble. Batman doesn't like it. Batman's anonymous. Batman's living in the shadows. Batman wants to take him down no matter what he can do. And just like real trolls, as you'll know this, because I've seen you do it before, Uh when you engage with them in a meaningful way and say, no, I'd really like to talk to you about this, this issue you bring up, 99% of the time they come around to your side of thinking and there's some apologies and you've got a new friend on the internet. That's not all that different than your mom's Martha too? Oh, hey, we can be friends now. Sorry, I was such an ass earlier, but now that I'm out of this mask of anonymity and, and uh, living in my cave, I can come out and be normal. That's his theory. I'm not saying I adhere to it. I just think it's interesting. Um.
1: <laughs> okay, so first, I'm going to get to this theory because I love this theory. All right. Uh, But I was thinking about that Martha thing today. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be easier if he just said, save my mom? <laughs> <laughs> like because because like that's the point of where they're getting right Right. that he has a mom
0: yeah when he says say see i would never go save donna because <laughs> i know that's uh, save gloria it sounds horrible to say it that way you because that's uh, no relationship yeah it's not close to your mom you'd say save you my know, mother that?
1: Oh, your aunt yeah like or like uh, uh, i don't know call her uh, well what, 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 what's going on
2: okay uh ridley scott Oh, because uh, oh. he does great character development and handles a big ensemble starring cast.
0: A lot of times, yes. Uh, oh my
1: God, dude! You have just cracked it, the- sir. Well, what is your name? Uh, could be good. Could be could good. Could be good. Could be Congratulations, great. Congratulations, you have won the first ever Caller of the Episode Award. Congratulations! <laughs> ding, 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 ding.
0: To Yay! Good. good job, man. So hold on a minute. Let's episode, let's discuss him.
1: Just crack this wide open. But this is the perfect director because ridley scott needs to get a little bit of his groove back yeah like, he's had a few stinkers yeah right
0: let's let's That's talk true. about those real quick the big stinkers would be uh P- par, Pr- 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 prometheus. prometheus uh I almost said paragon
1: uh the the
0: the uh white people ran egypt movie. <laughs> right that one which just was like last year
1: uh, and now he's doing the Blade Runner sequel. Yeah,
0: and did the Martian can in between. really
1: only turn out uh, uh, so good or so bad. Uh, oh, then he did a little movie called The Martian.
0: Yeah, the little Martian movie he did on the side.
1: Uh, which, uh, which turned out a lot better. But, I mean, this is what he did before that. Uh, Exodus, God and Kings, The Counselor, Prometheus, Robin Hood, Body of Lies, American Gangster, A Good Year, Kingdom of Heaven. No, no,
0: no. Stop a Kingdom of Heaven. That's a great movie. You need to see the director's cut. It'll change your life. Keep going.
1: Oh, okay. Sure. It's uh-huh. so good,
0: Justin. It's so good
1: that that no, 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 like, That's fine. Oh. But that takes us back 11 years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm fine with him. He'd be great.
1: Right? Realize that we are uh closer to uh we are farther away from Kingdom of Heaven right now than Kingdom of Heaven was to GI Jade. <laughs> What? <laughs> kingdom of heaven came out in 2005 gi jane came out in 1997
0: all right fair enough how about uh, i'm gonna throw a lady out can i give you a lady
1: oh ooh, a lady a
0: lady i feel like we need to give some, some i can't love. believe by the way
1: uh could be good yeah that we're, we're taking it away you're just good now yeah and you're great you could be great but you're good here's but you're great you're great and good because that was the perfect call man yeah um,
0: here's for you here's this is for you winning all right congratulations um <laughs> So hold on, the name of the per- oh, Catherine Bigelow. What do you what What does that do to you
1: when you hear that name? Oh, <laughs> Catherine Bigelow. I like Catherine
0: Bigelow. I do too. She's great, right? Like she'd be all right. She's done. She's got the Hurt Locker. She did the uh, the the my the much. Uh, there's some things you could pick apart about it, but that um, movie with Ray Fiennes at the end, where they're where they're plugging uh, mini discs into their heads in 1999. What was that called? Final Uh, Last Days or something? Strange Days. Great movie. Strange Days, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Does The Hurt Locker, Zero Doc 30, and uh, apparently got another movie coming up that is uh, very under wraps. She's never done anything big budgety, right? Or Sorry, by by that I don't mean like big budgety. I mean like big studio tentpole kind of movie, but- she does have a personal uh, rivalry with her ex-husband, who, yeah. by the way, does nothing but make gigantic blockbusters. Yep, big money. I think we could. Uh, I'll tell you what, Catherine Bigelow. That's a, that is an inspired choice. I would sack sack for Catherine Bigelow.
0: All right, there you go. I win. Then I'm the caller of the day. Um, <laughs> no,
1: can't take it away uh, from shit
0: good, good. all right fine but keep in mind she did make k-19 the Widowmaker. keep in mind that she did make That's fine that had bon jovi in it she made point break which i love but you know point break is not the new one but the old you know the classic oh is, my
1: god i i, I hope you are saying that in in hushed, <laughs> reverent tones while genuflecting
0: i love that movie don't get it me wrong rules but there's nothing about point break that well, I guess we're not aiming. We're we're aiming for a good Justice League movie. So maybe maybe just maybe there, Point yes, Break. There yeah. is
1: everything about 1991 in Point Break. <laughs> like just just if as long as you understand that it is 1991 poured uh, poured into a glass and served to you in a Fruitopia bottle, yep. then uh, you will understand and love Point Break. Anthony Kiedis
0: included. He's right up in there. That's as oh, 91 okay. as you get.
1: I would not sack Zach for Anthony Kiedis. He's never directed a movie. <laughs> no.
0: Listen, he's uh, Californicating right now or whatever he's doing. All right. We have about five minutes. Uh, we'll close things out. But before we do, uh, I want to hear your your thing about uh, there was some news that had popped about Wolverine and it doesn't jive with your vision of what you thought was going to happen after a very successful
1: outing with Deadpool. Uh, so I had this texted to me. I, I don't know whether or not this is true, uh, but I... Heard a rumor uh oh, here we go all right, so apparently there is uh and i don't know where the where the origin of this is comics wise mm-hmm. but uh apparently what the studio wants to do is to introduce uh What is it? X twenty three, the the young Wolverine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the the female Wolverine daughter. Right. I thought
0: they were doing Old Man Logan was the rumor, but that doesn't sound like the Old Man Logan.
1: So they want yeah, but they want to staple on X twenty three, and they want to reboot uh, another Wolverine franchise with a lady. Um, Also, (sighs) they want him to face a clone of himself.
0: Is this just? Do you think this is because nobody can deal with the idea that that Hugh Jackman wouldn't be Wolverine anymore? So a regular reboot with a new actor playing actual Wolverine is too hard for audiences.
1: I, I mean, think that would, that would be while 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 uh, you know, homie still looks like he can play Wolverine. I think that would be hard. Yeah. Um. <laughs> homie, but uh, I think the the larger thing is just the idea of like, okay, so Wolverine's gonna fight a clone of Wolverine. And then we're going to staple on to that. The fact that X 23 is a thing like,
3: I don't know. What if it's
0: good? What if it's, but okay, but I mean, that's okay. If it's well written and made, do we care that much? I mean, does he no, have to I die? Mean, well,
1: yes, actually. Yeah. Because I would rather describe to me the plot of Deadpool. All
0: right. Um, dude uh gets, suckered into some raw deal where he gets sub mutant powers, but it makes him ugly. So okay. he's a, sl-
1: but then what's, 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 what's the, 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 story that we watch unfold.
0: The story that we watch unfold is him trying to get revenge for that. And, uh, talking to the camera a lot while he does it.
1: Okay. Man is done wrong. Gets revenge. Yeah. Saves the girl. Yep. The plot we have seen a jillion times, Right.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's definitely it's a tropey trope trope the whole but, thing.
1: But but the fact is that doesn't matter as long as it's done well. So you're right. Like yes, this could be done well, but like I would rather just see. I mean, Wolverine doesn't need to face anything crazy, right? Like Wolverine just solving a uh, oh. just solving a thing. Oh my god! I don't know what's playing. No, it's me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It's usually me. No, I know. This is the, this stupid site with this Wolverine rumor. Oh, okay. Um, like him just going and, and finding something out with the Yakuza mm-hmm. is rad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have to fight the Silver Samurai. He doesn't have to fight other mutants. You know, like that's not where the most interesting Wolverine stories are for me.
0: Right. Um, I'm. I'm all right. I'm with you.
1: I'm just saying. At some point, I mean, though, they're I, killing I would him much off. I'd rather be excited by the idea of like any of the directors that we've named that we liked, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Any of them just being like, "Yeah, we're gonna have them do the Wolverine movie."
3: Mm.
1: Like, I would rather a a great script, or or there be ravings about like, "Oh yeah, no, this script is actually really good. This is a really rad." Like reboot a fresh coat of paint to the Wolverine franchise. Do you think it would? Like, you, that's that's what I'd be excited for. Not the headline being, yeah, he's gonna fight a clone, and X twenty three is coming. In a related
0: uh, question, do you think it would benefit us as viewers and consumers of of pop culture genre filmmaking if it was leaked more often when people thought a script was really strong? Because I feel like that doesn't happen very often, even when it's strong. And maybe sometimes it's hard to tell. You couldn't have probably read Mad Max Fury Road and said. Scott, you're going to love this. It's got a really strong script. I mean, on the script end, it might be cool and descriptive, but there ain't much there. But then the the end result is amazing. But if I know I'm getting a movie with a bunch of people in it, a big, very talky movie like Justice League or whatever, it might help if I knew ahead of time that the hubbub around Hollywood is that, ooh, this script is good. Maybe I'm asking for trouble because then people would just fake that or
1: well, no, I mean, like those are that—that's around, you know. There's a whole blogging universe that is, uh, that is that is wrapped around the idea of people, you know, having that's, that's what buzz is, right? The ever-present buzz around a movie is like people having read the script and being like, "Yeah, no, script's really great." Yeah. So, maybe, uh-oh.
0: Yeah, we got a we got a caller coming in. You may know him. You may love him. Even uh, you might even hate him. I don't know. But his name is Brian Ibbett and he's right here. Hi, Brian.
3: Oh, Oh! hello. Oh, hi. Didn't oh, see oh, hi. you standing there. <laughs> I'm going to call every week uh, okay. whenever you guys talk about comics, because uh, I'm a nerd. Well, it's going to happen a lot. So uh, I'm a pedantic nerd. I would actually so, love your take on this
0: whole thing. What do you think?
3: Uh, you're still talking about Wolverine, right? I don't know what the 43-minute you know, Wol- delay on uh, <laughs> uh, videos. Of-
0: <laughs> you mean <clears throat> the part where we talked about that, well, you don't even like DC, you you're not even a fan. You like No,
3: all- no, no, let's not. Let's not say that I don't like you don't DC. Like DC DC <laughs> I, I prefer is the Marvel.
1: complex uh concoction that you can't <laughs> candle. <laughs> all
0: right. Hey, as a Marvel, Superman yeah. uh,
3: was one of the greatest runs of that of that thing. Uh Camelot 3000 was DC uh the Teen Titans that um uh who was it? uh Criminy, trying to remember the uh, the writer. The, that whole initial arc of the new Teen Titans was just fantastic. Marvel Wolfman and... Uh, oh, who was it? Anyway, so I'm not a DC
0: hater. No, but you're just not... But you're a big Marvel lover. Let's put it that I'm a way. a big Marvel lover. So yeah. we
3: were talking about... Uh, and that and that kind of speaks to what I was about to say. You were talking about uh, this Wolverine thing. Yeah. Uh, X-23 is a clone of Wolverine. But is it the actual... She's a female clone of Wolverine. Yeah. So 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 if you wouldn't when you know, when you say it's gonna be uh, X twenty come along and uh Wolverine's gonna fight a clone of himself, it could be the same thing and that no, could be no, the no. way that well, they've launched.
1: What I understand with the rumor is is that it, it it's an evil clone and then X twenty three the team up with Wolverine saves the day. So it'd probably be oh, well that's a shit then story. So it's it's uh multiplicity basically. <laughs> <laughs> multiplicity the Marvel treatment. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. Are you so
0: Brian, before we let you let's go,
3: let's get Alejandro Inarritu. Oh yeah, to, he could do really
0: slow camera spins and stuff. It'd right. be great. <laughs> do you, if you had to pick somebody to to jump into Zack Snyder's to replace Zack, or what? What was the phrase, Jerry? You coined it. It was great. Something Zack, 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 and put somebody else in charge of Justice League, which starts filming next week. What director do you pull and why?
3: Yeah, when I was listening to this earlier, I was trying to come up with somebody that wasn't already mentioned. Um, Darabont was was a brilliant choice, mm. and. um I was originally thinking Kevin Smith, but uh, hearing Justin's description of why that wouldn't work, I think it it does make sense. I mean, he hasn't – it would be a very talky film. It was way easier for me to say which superhero movies would Kevin Smith be good at directing, which superhero movies would Tarantino be good at directing, you know, like kind kind of going that route. But um, as far as stepping into Zack Snyder's shoes, uh, I'm with you on like Ryan Johnson is a great option, Mm -hmm. James Gunn. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, all right, but, but
1: try to uh, uh, pick somebody from the side of, of, of the, <laughs> the franchises that are ex-
3: in, in existence now, right? Sure. Oh, God, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, That's the hard it, part. Maybe, it, maybe is, it is hard. It's hard to, to uh, come I got, up all right, I got one more for you. All right. All right. Guy's got superhero experience. Okay. Matthew
1: Vaughn. I don't know who that is. Matthew Vaughn directed X-Men First Class. He directed Kick-Ass. He directed Kingsman the Secret Service.
0: All right. Those are all good examples. Did he do Kick-Ass 2?
1: He did. Because that's a shit show. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, no, no. No, no. no. He did not. Okay. Now, that's an interesting... Stardust, Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class, Kingsman... And that's uh, and now there's the rumored pre production is uh, Kingsman two. Okay, mm-hmm.
3: Kingsman is a very would be a, a very interesting movie to template onto a superhero film because of its its uh, it's unpredictable. It's dark. Um, it's way darker than you expect. I mean, it's got that kind of kick ass. Like, oh wow, I wasn't expecting to go that gory or that uh, intense that quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't think you want for a Justice League. You know, you'd want that for something darker like Lobo. If they're going to do a Lobo uh, project, you'd want but somebody the darker is like that. It's
1: not as he perfect. <laughs> the question is, would he do you it?
3: sack Zach? Oh, right. Would I sack Zach? Yes. You know what? I would for because uh, it would be it would be such an unpredictable, fresh take on on Justice League that uh, I would definitely sack Zach. For
0: All that. right, you would sack Zach for that. Sure. Okay.
3: I we, want something different, something, uh, you know, right now you almost know what you're going to get with the justice league movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's this a, would be, that, boy, is
1: it exciting?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, thanks for, for buzzing in, man. Sure. Thanks it's for pulling a me in, guys. Pleasure. We'll, we'll all be together tomorrow. And, so, yeah. see all right. He's out. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. There's, there's our thoughts folks. Uh, before we leave though, we always like to tell you cool ways to find more about what we're doing and what we have going on. Justin plug something deep and, hard hard oh, oh, jesus take Stop. that all back Stop now talking. i should shut up
1: uh hey guys uh go ahead and check out the contender the uh we got a, a really rad 2016 expansion rolling out there for you so check it out theContender.us. it's a card game you're gonna enjoy it so
0: are you guys you guys can pretty much expand that anytime there's anything political going on right like that's just kind of the deal like um you-
1: yeah, I mean, we can expand it whenever we want. Whenever we have a good idea for cards, you know, we we sold... Uh, the Part of the Kickstarter was the 2016 expansion, so we had to wait for 2016 to play out a little bit before we could finish it. But now we're in the process of getting them uh, printed up, and as soon as they are up, they will uh, go to all the Kickstarter backers, and they'll be up there on the site.
0: Well, there's plenty going on on the Frog Pants Network. If you'd like to get more of us and that, you can head on over to frogpants.com and do that. I would recommend it because it's good times. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Hey, check us out on the web if you'd like Hotline Monday on Twitter. You can find Justin at Justin Young, uh, R Young, sorry, and me at Scott Johnson. You can email us Monday at gmail.com or, most importantly, hang on to this phone number. Put it into your favorites, 801-895-4724. That's the live number each and every week. We're here every Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern. That's 2 p.m. Pacific. So come on back next week for that. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Justin. We'll see you guys next time.